Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Thanks for being with us. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. The Hawks lose 3-0 to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, two consecutive shutouts for Uka Pekalukinen. Good for him. The coolest name in hockey. Good for opinion. my fantasy team. Sure is. And, uh, boy, that was uh, not a lot going on for the Blackhawks in that game. Uh, outshot in the first, 13-4. to four. Yep. They had a slight shot. Uh, uh, they had one shot advantage in the second, 8-7 for the Hawks, and then the third, 10-8. This game was not close. At nope. no point did it feel like the Hawks had even a stretch of three or four minutes where they were in control of this game. No, it was a miracle that it was scoreless after the first period. Uh, and then... You know, it's it, it's just a, a superior team. We talked about it in the pregame, like Buffalo, even though they've been disappointing this year, they're still vastly superior to the Blackhawks. Yes. And, uh, you know, I know Chicago is injury riddled, um, but it's, you know, you, you just not having Connor Bedard stinks. Yes. Not, ha- not having him as an offensive option uh is is really tough to stomach and i know that that's quite a hot take but eight out of their last 10 games they've scored one one goal or fewer i think i, I saw mark lazar say on yeah. twitter like jesus man they have they have no options offensively they nothing it's two nothing. nothing and you know it's over you might as well just like wave the white flag I said and go it was home over and it was one nothing because i said there's no way this team's yeah. scoring two goals Unless they score one and get it to another nine-round shootout. But as soon as the first goal of the game goes in against them, you pretty much can be like, all right. You're fighting for overtime. Yeah. It's it's really bad. Mm. Really bad. Not a lot of talent on this team right now. And, you know, it... Credit to the... Go ahead. I was going to say, credit to the guys that, though, they're still putting in a damn effort. Like, Colin Blackwell had a couple shorthanded opportunities um, you know, a few guys had had some standout games, but yeah, Zach Sanford looked really good. Yeah, the Entwistle had a real nice game. But it's it's Colin Blackwell. But it's Colin, and Zach yeah, Sanford. exactly. And McKin- these are, like, yeah, these are guys man. that you should n- never 
in the NHL have to look to to be your offensive leaders. No. They should be the guys that are your energy guys that set the tone that maybe chip in a goal once every 20 games and mm-hmm. you go, oh, wow, look at the depth of this team. Even Zach Sanford scoring. Right. It shouldn't be what well, we lost because Zach Sanford couldn't <laughs> score. Well, what's crazy, too, and we'll tell you about the four-star nominees here in a second, but, like, these guys that we said, like, yeah, they had a nice game. Zach Sanford had one shot attempt. Like, all we're seeing is flashes of nice plays. Like, oh, nice stick lift. Or, oh, that was a nice pass. Mm-hmm. It didn't lead to anything. Great back but check. It was a nice pass. I, I said that out loud right. today. What yeah. a back check. That was like, the highlight of the game was yeah. Helen Blackwell's back check. It's yeah. hard to have shot attempts when you don't have the puck. You never <laughs> have the puck. Never. All right, so here are your nominees for four-star of the game. The three stars, Rasmus Dahlin, uh, Ryan Johnson, Uka Pekalukinen. Uh, so for the Hawks, our nominees are Arvid Soderblom, who stopped uh, 27 of 30 Buffalo shots, including 12 shorthanded shots. 28 of 31, they got that. Oh, they moved the they 31 got, again? I think it was 31, yeah. They I had think that they last had it one there, with, and then they moved it down. Oh, they put it back up. Yeah, All I was right, say, it so was like that last shot with like .3 seconds left. 28 of 31, I stand corrected. There you go. Uh, second nominee, Colin Blackwell, 14-15 of ice time, three shots, uh, five shot attempts, and Mackenzie Whistle. Uh, despite being a minus two, had two shot attempts, three hits, and was just playing his ass off. I mean, yeah. that's what you want from your fourth-line guy. You played want someone his, that's just going to run people over, and he did it. Played his nuts off. He did play his nuts off. <laughs> we literally. thought literally for a minute there, yeah. I took one right in the twisty. Right yeah. in the wee knee. That was, uh, yeah. that was tough to watch, but he uh, popped right back up. Came, yeah. Did now I we got to keep an eye on Taylor Radish, who left the game after blocking a shot. But did he come back to the game, I thought I, I saw? I don't, didn't see him, but maybe he did. Uh, Let's double check. That. I think the shift charts. Look at what well, that, or I think Charlie might have tweeted that he was back out there. I, ca- oh, I, I, I can't remember exactly. I know, I, I know, Entwistle was back. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Entwistle was back in the game, like with within the next. He uh, did. He all right. Shift. Yeah, you're, you're just you're just trained to not touch it on TV. So he had to go to the locker room to be like, oh. right. That's two <laughs> shows in a row where we referenced Bill Cosby comedy bits. The yeah, one about the, the chocolate cake yeah, uh, and the one about getting hit on nuts on TV. Don't touch it. You're on TV. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah and hey, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I just, I, I just, I, I thought about it uh, before the show. It was just like, I, how, how else do you break down this game other than this is just not an NHL level team? Right. Well, there are, some positives to take out of this game. Um, yes, the offense is non-existent, and it's going to remain non-existent pretty much for the rest of the season. I mean, Six to eight weeks. When Bedard <laughs> comes back, yes, that's going to give you five to seven uh, option, which is better in. than zero options right now. And yeah. you know, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you know uh, Bovillier or uh, Tyler Johnson. I don't know what their timelines are. Um, before the, the trade deadline, I hope. It'd be nice. Um, so we'll see, but there are some positives. L- listen, this is the third straight game. Yep. Arvid Soderblom's been very nice, very good. Uh, Better he, than he has been this yes, season. Yes, he's yeah. got three straight games of save percentages well over 90. And which, guess how many goals the Hawks have scored for him in those three starts? Uh, well, zero tonight. Two. Two goals. Yeah. So he's been better. Apparently, the, the the extra work with Jimmy Wade is paying off, and the you know not as that the the lighter workload, mm-hmm. which is you you have that luxury because Peter Morazic's playing so well. You want to start Morazic more, 
as more of a traditional starter, starter backup, and yeah. Soderblom be the tradition. But he, uh, um, you know, he has he's been better. Another positive take from this game. This might have been Kevin Korchinski's best defensive game. Mm-hmm. Or one of his better, at least. Took the puck away from Tage Thompson beautifully. He was really good uh, defensively. And that's been, you know, I don't want to say an area of concern, but that's obviously the area that you, you uh, know he needs the more, most work on. Mm-hmm. You know he can be... It's not his best attribute. Right. He wasn't drafted seventh overall because of what he does in his own end, yeah. especially as a teenager in the NHL. But he was very effective defensively. Again, we had to yell at him for not shooting a two-on-one, <laughs> and he passed Rem Pitlick, our guy Remington. There's one guy on this entire roster, Kevin Korchinski should refer, you know, pass to on a two-on-one, and he is currently eating his meals straight out of a blender. Mm. That's the only guy you pass to, Kevin. <laughs> the rest of the season, if it's not 98 with mm. you on that rush, even if it is, shoot the puck because yeah. they're probably all going to expect you to pass the Bedart. Right. Shoot, 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 shoot the puck. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, very good game from him. Defensively was excellent. And the penalty kill has been very good of late. Yeah. I'm writing about yeah. that for Hawks hits. I believe it is now they've killed off 21 of tw- of their last 24 chances and almost had a perfect night good. tonight. It's pretty good. The only goal they gave up was on that extended major penalty to Kurashev, which shouldn't have been a major, uh, and it went off of Alex Vlasic's stick. You can't yeah, blame fr- any of these three goals. Fr- fr- on friendly fire on the no, PK. And, and I, I don't know if I w- – and I, I encourage the chat to chime in on this one because – I was a little bit confused by what Darren Pang was saying. He was saying, like, that can't go in. That's a shot behind the goal line. Was it, I don't know if he was mad at, at, at Soderblom for letting it in or if he was mad at the Hawks for not defending it better. I don't know how you can watch the, that the replay. The goal off his ear. Yeah. yeah. The shooter, uh, Paterka's behind the goal line. He's got this much to shoot at. Like the size of a puck. Hits Soderblom in the back of the helmet and it goes in. Well, I don't know what you want him to do. Yeah, you know, with the little window we had it to shoot a it in, he shot it. Play shot. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's one of those. That. It's one of the probably lowest percentage shots yeah. that you know you can you can take, and you know only a, a certain few players can get a fortunate bounce or get the puck a, uh, into that little tight tight space. But I mean, credit to him for attempting it, and it. It paid off, so I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what more Soderblom can, can can do other than just putting a magnet in his helmet and sticking it to the post. Like, <laughs> no, it was that'd be know. awkward though. Like, kind of butterfly save, like <laughs> yank <laughs> his head right off. It's like, but yeah, I I, I think, um, you know, you can't. But that just goes to show you, like, they Luke should be showing that to the team, going, see what happens when you just throw yeah. it at the net. Sometimes it bounces off the goalie's ear and goes in. You know when it won't? When you don't shoot it at all exactly. or you pass it along. Sometimes it yeah. goes off a he defender's stick. He had a little stick. bit of space, took a shot, was a great shot, perfect bounce. Yeah. I mean, you're going to score on that play maybe once out of 100 times, but yeah. tonight was that once. Um, and then the first goal was redirected by the fleet-footed uh, <laughs> Gergensons. Hey, that's who, former NHL All-Star. Who was somehow left all alone in front of the net, and nobody picked him up. Yeah, yeah he came from behind and kind of caught guys off guard. 
and yeah, had nobody within 20 feet yeah. of him, and he was able the to closest, redirect it. Closest was Alex Vlasic at the far post. Yeah, he had no idea he was there. No, right. And then uh, we mentioned the third goal came on the on the power play, and it was a friendly fire goal. So yeah. you can't pin any of those on Soderblom, but that's a nice story line for the month is his improvement. And, and you need that because you don't necessarily want to play Mrazek five out of six games if you don't have to. Well, you know what's funny is, like, we talked to Mrazek after the, the shootout game, and he was saying how, like, he, how much better he feels this season, not only physically, but also, like, playing more. Like, mm. and, and Soderblom, like, playing less seems to have helped him maybe figure out a couple – kinks in his game or anything like that so it's it's an odd situation where changing the rotation of the goalies to skew more towards Mrazek actually might be helping the way that they're playing so I don't know I I I think as long as his health holds up like keep giving Mrazek 75 percent of the starts or, or or more I I I see what you're saying the other part of it though is if they are a little bit considering moving him because he is their most valuable chip right now that they're probably willing to trade. Yeah. Do they dial it back a little bit now that uh, Sauter Bloom has kind of returned to form, whatever you want to call that, um, and they pr- probably trust him a little more now? Maybe. Do you, instead of four out of five, is it now three out of five? I know it's not much, sure. but down the stretch it can make a difference. And, I, you know, with a guy with an injury history, with a very tender groin, um, it might be best to protect him well, if you can. And I feel like Mrazek was getting all these starts because they had no faith in right, Soderblom. Yeah. And you knew the only time he's going to play is on a back-to-back. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that was the case tonight. So, Plus, if you still hold out any hope that Soderblom can be any kind of contributor in the future, be it you know next year, is he going to, you know, do you let him be your starter next year? Or uh, is he your long-term backup guy? Yeah, or is he know. or he has no future? You can't yeah. You can't figure that out playing him one every 8 games. No, that's true. I'm confident saying he's not a starter. I don't think so, but you know But I, I you do need to see if he's an NHL backup. Yeah. Yeah. And you I know. mean maybe giving him back-to-back starts at some point is a way to, to you know, you, you definitely did the right thing by pulling him back. And, I mean, we were at the point where everybody was saying, hey, why don't we send him down to Rockford and let him figure out, you know, mm-hmm. f- screw it. Jackson Stalbert can't be worse at this point. Right. Even though Jackson Stalbert, the world's greatest goalie, is now losing starts to Mitchell Weeks in the AHL. You got to so, bring up Mitchell Weeks then. Then maybe Mitchell Weeks. He's got <laughs> three three out of his last five he professional played, he starts. He played up here last year. Um, so, but they did the right thing. They pulled him back. They let him get the extra time in. They let him get out of his own head and it seems to be working. And, uh, but they had that luxury because Mrazek has been playing so well. Yeah. If Mrazek was struggling, yeah. then you'd be like, well, I don't know what to do. Think how bad the season would be. Yeah. <laughs> Where would this team be without him? Yeah, they'd be, without they'd be losing yeah. every game nine to one instead of three to one. Yeah, it's it's uh, boy, it's it's we're getting to that point where it's like, what can you say? And until they get healthy, er, you yeah. know, Felino back and Reichel back or uh, Bedard back, like 
That's mm-hmm. what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Whether it's zero goals or one goal or even two, most sites it's not going to be enough nope. to overcome your young defense, your injury problems. Your and, you know, there's people mad at Luke Richardson. What, what the fuck do you want Luke Richardson to do? Right. What's he going to do? Yeah, I don't know. He can't. Hey, you score. He can't make. Sure thing, he can't make Mackenzie Entwistle and Reese Johnson and and Zach Sanford into elite goal scorers. NHL goal yeah. scorers. Right. He can't make them what they're not. Uh, somebody I don't know who was earlier said maybe it has something to do with the inconsistent lines. The lines have been the same for the last five games, and they also mm-hmm. don't have a choice. There's no one healthy. Yeah. They have not change the lines and the, the only reason the lines changed tonight is because ryan donato got sick right. ever since rem pitlick got here the lines have been exactly the same yeah so that's not that's a what, thing four or five games yeah 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 uh, was and, a and re- if you want to rev said is that who you're talking about maybe yeah I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah know. I just if, saw if you, wanna, you also you can't hold ar- people accountable because there's no one to fill in and if you want to flip around the lines it what what is it going to do you're not taking some guy who's He's buried on the fourth line. He should be on the top line. They have all fourth lines. Right. Whatever so lines, whatever combination you put play. together, right. it's it's all going to look the same. It's like putting lipstick on a pig, I believe, is yeah. the term. Like it doesn't. It's not going to make a whole lot of difference. It's all going to look the same. Like I, when you, I'm, I'm going through the forward minutes here. Okay, Taylor Radish, who again, just for clarity, did return to the game, played 20 minutes. That's huge. A lot of PK time. Yeah. Samford 12:09. Kachuk 13:49. Anderson 12:35. Dickinson, 15-12. Pitlick, 15-04. Kurashev, 1602. Like, there's no one taking huge minutes up front that are automatic, like, top-line guys. They're basically, aside from Dickinson and aside from Radish, they're basically spreading it out evenly. There's they're, just four They're rolling all lines. four lines, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's four fourth lines. So rank uh, them how uh, you it's will. one third line and three fourth All right, one third lines. line and three. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, and it's, it's it, there, there's really not much uh, uh, X's and O's that's going to really change this. No, yeah, it, and, and 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 the Cosmic Cowboy says I'd say low effort. They know they're going to lose and they play like it. I had no problem with the effort today. It's mm-hmm. just talent. If you play the Chicago Cubs versus the Iowa Cubs, the Chicago Cubs are going to kick their ass nine times out of ten. Yeah, usually. It's major league talent versus minor league talent. That's what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. And as much as the Buffalo Sabres, who have won six of their last ten, by the way, are not performing as – it's an NHL freaking team yeah. that people thought were going to make the playoffs this now year with star players. Yeah. Now that they've decided that, you know, Lukanen is their guy in goal, who's been really good, they're winning. Maybe they should have done that. From day one, but that's not my. We're not. A, we're not a Sabers podcast, so I, <laughs> let's I just care. let's just play a game here. All right, so okay, Sabers. Cool. I, love, I like games. Love games. Uh, Eric Johnson, who we know he left the game. Eric Johnson's he, hurt. Oh no, he played eleven eighteen in this game. Yeah, where is he on the Blackhawks' defensive depth chart as currently constructed? He's playing thirty-seven minutes a night. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's 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 the second pair behind Vla, behind Vlasic and Jones. He's your second pair. How about Kyle Oposo, the 700-year-old Kyle Oposo? He's on your top line. 1432, he's your top line winger. Either probably. either that or he's on the Dickinson line. I feel like that would be a good combination. Zemgus Gergensen's is probably your Jason Dickinson. Yep. Like, these are bottom feeders on a on a team full of good players. Well, J.J. Paterka would be your best forward in this game. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. I, I Look, like, Rem Picklet is playing on your top line, and you... Uh, a, you gave up a 2026 uh, conditional seventh round pick for him. You got Zach Sanford off of waivers. 
You got Jacob Megna off of waivers. Yeah. Like none of these guys were that were brought in to to plug the holes of the the roster that was you know left by injuries. None of these guys were sought after right. players. Like they were they were no offense to them scrap heap scrap guys. Heap. They're other they're other were other people's table scraps. Yeah. So you got a team that already had guys that were here that are depth guys that are playing in the NHL because it's Chicago, and then it's a bunch of waiver claims. Yeah. Like Jacob all, Magna couldn't play for the crack, and he played 18 minutes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, you, got, you got a bunch of your, – your, be, your best players are all on IR. What are you going to do? I don't I, – I can't fault this team. The she, I mean we've we have at times dogged them for their efforts when they were pretty much fully healthy. Yes, aside from Taylor Hall, and that's different. And that's and that's that team should look a lot different than this team. Yes, if, if and it does uh, when they're when the effort is the issue. This is just like this. It's think I think about it with like NHL you know twenty four right. How many guys are rated above 80 on this team? Well, two? Maybe one. Seth Jones? Seth Jones. Uh, Dickinson, I think, is an 81. I mean, Vlasic should be. Oh, oh got to wait for the roster yeah, update. Yeah. <laughs> but, this, like, yeah. Mrazic might be an 80, you know? Maybe. Like, it's it like this is not a, a team. an 80? I think in the update he's an 80, yeah, recently. Um, this roster it's, right now would have... Good. Their hands full in a seven-game series versus the Hershey Bears, who lead the AHL in points. Mm, Hershey, uh, the Her- I know Hershey Bears uh, are twenty-nine, seven, and two Damn. on the season in the AHL. That's the Capitals affiliate. That's the Capitals uh, team. They have uh, scored one hundred and twenty-seven goals and have only allowed eighty-two. They've allowed eighty-two Gee. goals in thirty-eight games. Good. They would probably give this Blackhawks team a run for their they money sure, right I, now. They would. I mean, yeah. there's probably. I'm guessing there's a bunch of. There might be a few names you recognize on that roster. Uh, Mike Vecchioni. I've heard of um, it. Let me get a pizza. Mm. Well, I take that back. I haven't heard of any of these effing guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Never mind. But they'd probably. But still, they would, yeah. Like if they, if oh Dylan Dylan uh, McElrath is on this team, Dmitri Osipov. Her, oh, former ISOG. Yes. Uh, he's there. I've heard of him. Uh, Who's and their goalie? Their goalies are Hunter Shepard mm-hmm. and Clay Stevenson. That's two sure. professions, Hunter Shepard. Yes. Yeah. Which Som- is it? Sometimes they... You could do both. Sometimes they... Uh, it is hard. You know, they kind of offset count- each other. They kind of <laughs> counterproductive. In for his careers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... Not, but, like, if if the this Blackhawks roster took on the Hershey Bears Le- in a best-of-seven series, they probably win the series... But I bet you it goes six, seven games, six or seven. Yeah. So yes, uh, it's um, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to play in the NHL when you're not in an NHL team. Right. It's it's a brutal, brutal stretch here for the Hawks. But you know, hey, good news is we get to watch them play the Islanders tomorrow night. Oh God, oh, boy! I hope it's free pillow night at the end. It's free <laughs> eye poker night. <laughs> <laughs> here we. We're handing out uh, Pardon me. Do you have any ir- pokers that are pre-hot for your eyeballs. Pardon me. Do you have any Iron Maidens <laughs> I can hang out in for the next three hours? I'd rather do that and watch this game. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Excitement it's gonna personified. Be, it's going to be fun. You see tomorrow. Oy. Yeah, that's going to be a rough one. And look, like 
There are a lot of people talking about Lucas Reichel. I'm going to be honest with you guys. How many times I don't, we I don't have the energy to have Lucas Reichel talk tonight. Watch any one of our other post-game shows this <laughs> season. Here's what I'll say. You're all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Reichel is not effective at all right now. He had moments tonight where you're like, oh, he made that, that really nice backhand pass. Mm-hmm. And then he gets set up on a power play, and, and his stick, stick breaks. breaks. That's that's the that's the perfect that was summary, con- summary of his uh, season. Consecutive plays. Yeah, he had the no look cross ice pass right to Jason Dickinson that bounced right off his stick, couldn't get a good, good shot on it. And then the next offensive opportunity on that power play, he he gets a cross crease pass to him right to to Reichel, and then snap goes the stick. Yep, and and then that was his. Best two moments of the game, and they were in the first period, and then invisible from there on. So, yep. And I know other people are talking about Taylor Radish. We've talked about him a lot. Yep. He has been, uh, you know, it's neck and neck between Reichel and Radish, and who's been the bigger disappointment this year? At least well, Radish I mean, has scored one, a couple goals. One's a first round pick, though. That's, That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. it's, it's, Radish was coming off a career 20 goal season, and he's not the same guy. Like, he's no. just not – that was a guy we were thinking maybe this guy could be, you know, beyond his contract. He could be a part of uh, the rebuild. Maybe be a guy that's, you know, be your fourth, third, fourth-line guy, penalty kill specialist yeah. when you're good again. Nah. And, uh, I'm ready to ready to put that out the pasture. I'm fine. Next it- year, next year, Taylor Radish's spot should be taken by Colton Dock. Boom. Probably will be. Is there a Sabres fan in here taunting the Blackhawks? There is. Let's go Buffalo. All right. zero, you understand zero, Scott zero. is good, 92. You're not good at commenting. You just beat an AHL team. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. I, uh, uh, hurry up. I hear your mom's going to want her iPad back here in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Too much screen time. No screen time after 10 Got o'clock. Got him. Mm. All right. Well, hey, tell us uh, if we want to go get a steam and a schwitz, Mario, where we can go do that. Uh, you can go do that. At the Midtown Athletic Club. They have four locations in the Chicagoland area for you to get a nice steam, a nice workout, a nice chicken sandwich, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> Welcome back, Jake. <laughs> uh, they fried? have locations in Palatine, <laughs> Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and the Midtown Athletic Club and hotel right here in the city in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. And for this month of January... Midtown is offering no initiation fees at their Bannockburn, Palatine, and Willowbrook locations. Uh, So they have a lot of different options for you to become a member of their uh, Midtown Athletic Clubs uh, and take advantage of all the amenities that they have to offer, including those wet and dry saunas, amazing locker rooms, uh, top quality uh, workout equipment and facilities. You got yoga studios, uh, spin classes, group uh, exercise studios, uh, spin? Did I say spin classes? You did. Spin classes. They're boxing. So, they're so good. I yeah, said them twice. You could do two spin classes in one day if you wanted to. Two spins. And wow. if you uh, like tennis, I'm not doing that this year. The Midtown <laughs> Athletic Club is the place to be. They have uh, programming that is USTA professional quality all the way. Indoor and outdoor courts. You can do tennis, pickleball, paddle tennis. Uh, if you're Kevin Korchinski, you can do uh, some ping pong Obviously. out there too, and and dominate Cole Gutman. And hey. We have a new call to action with our Midtown Athletic Ooh, I like League. calls to action. Yeah. The CHGO Bears and the Chicago CHGO Chicago Sports Podcast. It's my favorite show. We'll be filming live 
from Midtown in Bannockburn this Thursday, this upcoming Thursday, the 25th. Oh, we got a game that day. Guests of the show are complimentary that day. So come out and check out the space, catch the shows, and head over to midtown.com slash chgo where you can find out more about the Midtown Athletic Club nearest to you. I hear that, that uh, those shows out there on the 25th going to have a little happy hour attached to it as well. So come on out, say hi, rub elbows with the toothless Greg Braggs and all the Bears crew, and yeah, have a sandwich and a workout. It'll be a good time. Rub your weenuses together. <laughs> weenus right here. Oh, rub, ah, yeah, because I said rub elbows. Yeah. I was wondering where, where that was I going. Want, I don't want to rub anything on Yeah, legs. that's true. That's true. Uh, Should be a good time. It will be a good time. Yes, I'm in uh, that, that's I, Bannockburn, right by Highland Park. If you're not familiar, it's kind of a smaller town in like a pretty popular that's the, area. the but Midtown yeah, right Athletic Club location that uh, I went to, nice. go to, frequent all the time. Sweet. Yeah. How are the floors there? They're good. They're nice. You yeah. think they're from Empire Today? I hope so. I don't think pickleball if, floors if, if Mid- at Empire Today, if but Midtown if they did. is uh, <laughs> if Midtown is worth its salt, their floors are from Empire. <laughs> well, if you want to shop at Empire Today, here's what you're going to get: shop and home convenience. That's good. The right product for your needs. That's good. <clears throat> Quick and professional installation and a low price guarantee. Empire keeps shopping for floors with a simple curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need and not overwhelm you with a thousand different choices and substitutes. What they leave out is as important as what they put in to their selection. You're not going to get crappy floors. You're going to get good floors. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. And if you want to see exactly how your great new Empire Today floors are going to look in your home, or your office space or whatever, you can open up their virtual floor designer. It's a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. You just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in that space. And you know by now, shopping for floors at a big box store is really frustrating. You talk to someone who was working in plumbing yesterday and they're doing flooring today. They don't know what they're doing. Flooring is all Empire Today does. They live and breathe flooring so you can be confident you're getting honest upfront advice. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO. Nice. <sighs> what next? Yeah, it's like it's, we're at. <laughs> um, I finally got the, uh, what's your favorite color? Let us know in the chat. I finally got the hockey stats card. Uh, we have the blue lines. We have the, uh, we have the data. You two aren't going to be happy. It ain't me. Uh, I bet you nobody's going to be able to guess who the highest game score for a Blackhawk is. You have to go way down before you get to one. Zach Sanford. Nope. Rich Johnson. Rem Picklick. Nope. Nope. Luke Richardson. Nope. Derek King. Lucas Reichel. Lord, give me the answer. Seth Jones. Isaac Phillips. Hey. There you go, Region Rev. There you go. (laughs) Vindication. Vilified. The least suckiest of all the sucks. Congratulations on sucking the least. Was it... uh, Actually, he was pretty good. Was it at least a positive game score, or was it the least negative game score? It was. He had a uh, .89. Nice. Uh, Let's see here. So, who won the helmet? Uh, You? I won the helmet. Oh, good. It's right by your feet. With Philip Kurishev, who was a .2. Two three, that's good. That's his number. 
then there was Lucas Reichel, who was a negative point four nine. Woohoo! There you go. And Cole Gutman was a negative point nine three. Hell yeah! Third, Jacob Magna, the worst third player in the game. Yeah, Man, see, this is where the game score kind of gets a little weird. I don't completely understand it. Mackenzie Entwistle was the second lowest. I mean, I mean, you should. Was he on the ice for like? All he wasn't three minus. Goals? He was minus yeah. two. So, yeah. but I mean, that'll uh, that'll sting. Yeah. That'll sting like so, a shot to the nuts. Yeah, when we get to that segment, I'll I'll wear the helmet. Uh, new person it. in the chat. Right. I've never seen before. Anyway, Story Time Wonder says, "Why are we sitting Donato and not Radish?" He was sick. He was sick. He, yeah, he was, was sick. Uh, not scratched. So, I mean, he was, but not for not a healthy scratch. Yeah, he got uh, stuck in a snowbank too long. Too many chicken tenders at the uh, office party yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little tummy ache today. Yeah. It'll do that. You know what I want to know? Um, you were talking about how good the penalty kills Ben. I wonder how how much that correlates to Callum Blackwell being back. I think a lot of it does. Uh, yeah. Because you add him to that mix, uh, you already have a pretty decent forward group with Jason Dickinson. We rag on Taylor Radish's lack of offensive anything, but he's been solid penalty kill. Boris Kachuk, when he's been up here, good on the penalty kill. Yeah. Having Seth Jones back helps, too. That certainly. Because then your top penalty kill unit has Jones and Alex Vlasic back there with Blackwell and Dickinson Mm -hmm. or Blackwell and Radish, however the rotation is. Dare I say power kill? I mean, (laughs) some of their best chances to score tonight came short-handed. Truly. So, um, no, it is not a coincidence that the penalty kill has started to improve when Colin Blackwell's gotten in the lineup. Yeah. I mean, is that a guy that, like, you re-sign at the, at the end of the year, too? Bring him back for another season? I can't believe sign, him. Sign him now. I can't believe make him. Part of the, make him part of the sure. the wave that's coming through. Like, or why is not? that a guy that you think maybe a contender is going to give you something for? I don't know. I don't think so. I can't but, imagine that. But I can't what's imagine the value all. of uh, keeping is he him even in, Is or? he in the NHL on a contender? I don't know. I mean, the Maple Leafs traded for him a couple years ago. They loved him up there. He do as he yeah, but they're back. You want to go back? I mean, I'd take Colin Blackwell over Ryan Reeves right now. I'll take Matthew Nyes for Colin Blackwell, straight up. We should talk about that a little bit later. We could. We run out of stuff. We've to pretty talk much about run out of stuff seconds. to talk about for this game. All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I like. I think Blackwell back with the Hawks makes a lot of sense because why not? Sign him to a one-year deal, and then if 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 suddenly like Landon Slager or Ryder Ralston or one of those guys who. Even if they max out in the NHL, they're going to be a bottom six, penalty kill, gritty, yeah. grindy kind of guy with maybe a like, little bit of offensive yeah, outside. ceiling is probably pretty much what Colin Blackwell is doing right now. Yeah. And I think also yeah, bigger, we need to, bigger. we, the collective we, and pointing the thumb at myself, let's not just focus on stats. The way the coaching staff has talked about Colin Blackwell since his return about being a student of the game, knowing knowing it at a level that other guys don't. And sure, he doesn't have the skill to execute and fill the the net with pucks, but he knows where to be. He knows other players' tendencies. Those sort of things prove invaluable, not only on the ice, but on the bench in a guy's ear. Like, hey, I'm going to play 12 minutes tonight. Connor Bedard is going to play 20. Connor, if you're on the ice against Mm -hmm. Owen Power, Here's a tendency he has, you know, take advantage of this. Or this guy on faceoffs likes to use this little technique. Mm-hmm. Go to school on that. Having a guy like that around is valuable. And look, what, we're, no one's kidding themselves. Next year, the Hawks are not going to contend either. Nah. 
hopefully they're a little better than this because you'll have a healthy Taylor Hall, he chuckled. Uh, maybe. maybe Frank Nazar's For here. A period or two. Maybe yeah. if you get Macklin Celebrini in the draft, he's straight to the NHL too. Probably. And things look better, and you'll probably have one of Del Mastro or Allen up here next year. Yeah. You have Colton Dock up here next year probably. Maybe. So the team should be better. But there's a spot for Callum Blackwell on this roster next year. Yeah, if he's sure. playing, if he's playing like this, if this if this carries through the rest of the season, uh, I want I would want him back for sure. But all those things you just said, you just poo pooed my idea of like what contender would want him. That list you just read off, every contender would want that for a playoff run, for what he brings to playoff hockey. <laughs> well, my, I don't know if he's yeah. but he's, the problem is he's probably not on the ice for a playoff team. No, but I mean, he's he's he is a buried fourth line guy. Right. He's not going to be what he is here. Team. But no. if you if the think, New York Rangers trade for him, he would be their penalty kill guy, and and be out there, you know, mm-hmm. or if the you know whatever playoff team, the Oilers take him, you know, they'll be. But the thing is. I don't think there's enough value. I think he gives you more value here for the rest of the year than any fifth or sixth round pick you're going to get That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense because you're not going to get much for him. But I do think there are playoff teams that go, we could use a guy like that. If, if That's the one maybe. thing we're missing right hey, now. I'll just, he's got speed. In general, if a playoff team wants to get stupid and give the Hawks too much for anything, absolutely. Well, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. – You've got look at the playoff standings right now. There are not going to be many teams looking to offload anything. That's going to help the Hawks. Everybody's people in it. are going to overpay mm-hmm. for guys you probably shouldn't be overpaying for. So even he, more so. To to cite your example, the uh, Eastern Conference Wild Card at this moment, Tampa has the first spot with fifty one points. Hell Toronto yeah. has fifty second wild card spot. Caps with 50, Penguins with 48, Islanders 48, Devils 47. Even the Habs are five points out of the, out of the wild card spot. <laughs> the West spot. is just as tight. The West, mm-hmm. you've got 49-49 with Edmonton and Nashville. Edmonton has the number one wild card. Calgary 47, Seattle 47, Arizona, my guys, 45. Nice. Blues 44. All these teams are within striking distance. Right. So there's like four teams that actually can trade people. And not – well, that's, that's it. That's not – you're right. So yeah, some the these, only some teams, teams willing teams to sell. Yeah. And is Minnesota going to sell? They should. They should. They should. But Spurs they're eight, not. They're, not they're horseshit and are eight points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, they're, they're not. not they're not going anywhere. Team. I I am trading Mark Andre Fleury for a King's ransom right now. I agree. I agree. But San Jose's selling for sure. The Hawks will be selling for sure. To what extent we don't know. Anaheim probably in the East. Ottawa. <laughs> Yeah. I think there's Columbus. Ottawa's gotten worse since they fired right. well, uh, DJ Smith. They've got a new owner, a new regime. <clears throat> I look for them to. I know they're still rebuild it again, but not necessarily rebuild. But you know, definitely rethink yeah. their direction. Uh, the Hawks just sent us the post game media availability, so we're going to hear from Luke Richardson here in a little bit. But uh, on the front of Mark Andre Fleury trades. Mm-hmm. Why don't we uh, share that report we saw earlier today? Sure. Uh, that we knew yeah. about this. We knew the Hawks and Leafs had a deal worked out for Mark Andre Fleury. This was the we didn't know the details. Right. We know the details now, or at least the details are being reported as such. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, this caused the rift between the Kyles. 
Yeah, the Kyle D fight. Yeah. yeah. So this was, uh, well, it's, it's a <laughs> mul- multiple reports from multiple places, but uh, all pieced together. You could find this information on thehockeynews.com from uh, Nick Barden, not Bardown, Barden. Uh, he writes, according to John Shannon on the Bob Cowan podcast, Toronto had a deal to acquire Marc-Andre Fleury from Chicago in 2022. We knew that that was a possibility. However, Leafs president Brendan Shanahan decided against the trade. This is to quote John Shannon on that podcast. says, Kyle Dubas had a deal in place to acquire Marc-Andre Fleury. It was done. It was a done deal. They could have could have had Fleury from Chicago before he got traded to Minnesota, but Brendan vetoed it. Uh, there was a deal in place. They needed the stamp of endorsement from president, uh, the president of the Leafs for it to occur, and it did not occur. The deal, according to TSN's Darren Dreger, was reportedly Marc-Andre Fleury and Brandon Hagel going to the Toronto Maple Leafs in exchange for Peter Mrazek, Matthew Nyes, and, quote, first-round picks, end quote. Well, smart move by Brendan Shanahan. I would say. Well, here's the funny thing. The Blackhawks still but got... But they'd be good with Hagel. They, well... They wouldn't have had to go out and get Domi and Bertuzzi and Reeves if they had Hagel. Is he the, the form of all three of those guys? He's better than all three of those guys. He does what those... He does what yeah. they want those three guys to do. That's true. And That's better. True. Yeah, I mean, the Blackhawks still got Mrazek. They still got... Picks three first, picks. first three first round picks, picks for for Hagel and then the the Mrazic trade. The only thing they didn't get was, was Matthew Nice. Matthew <laughs> yeah, I so mean, it still worked out pretty well for the Black. Yeah, Chicago still forward. worked out. It still worked out pretty well. But man, uh, that that was that was interesting to get those those details because we figured okay, the flurry, you know, flurry deal that fell through, that probably would have been more than what they got from Minnesota, considering that. The deal fell through, so Minnesota came in, and you're like, well, if the more valuable deal didn't go through, you got to go to your second option, which was a lesser lesser value for Flurry. But, um, oof, man, that that trade would have made uh, one of our earliest uh, shows uh, a lot more interesting. Well, yeah. And I will correct myself because, uh, you know, I was r- – screaming at Kyle Dubas saying he had no stones and he was afraid to make a move. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of owe him a little bit of an apology. Yeah, now that now that we've learned... he uh, tried. And he was over, you know... And that's not the only time that that has happened. No, that's according, a lot, a lot According more to many, that, many reports. Yeah, a lot of that, like, especially during the offseason when he was, you know, surprisingly... They were going to bring him back, I think. And then basically, you know... When all that was going on, he wanted to spend more time with his family, right? In Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, um, <laughs> as the so Penguins GM. <laughs> they uh, a lot of those reports start coming out that he was overrode a lot, and because you got to you got to take everything to a board, right? Yeah, the team's run by a board, so mm-hmm. annoying. It's so that's why they're not, you know, whatever. The, but I, I I officially apologize to Kyle Dubas for for questioning his testicular fortitude. Uh, back yeah. in March of 2022. And if anything, like, you know, kudos also to Kyle Davidson for to get to have a deal where that kind of uh, return is, is, is coming to you. Like multiple, according to reports, first round picks, a, a 
stud young young forward, young power forward at the time coming out of college, uh, and what would have been your replacement to Mark Andre Fleury and Peter Mrazek earlier than expected. Like, hey, that would have been pretty darn impressive. Yeah, he still got it done, but in different ways. But yeah. still, that that deal would have been pretty impressive, I, and I, that would have been that would have been one of his. That would have been what his first deal, well, or one of the first, because the Hagel and Flurry trades were like first, that was his first official first, first yeah. few deals. Yeah, Hagel came before the deadline. Where was Lafferty? That was the next that was, season. That was last. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, this would have been the twenty two. This would have been the twenty two trade deadline. His first trade was getting Lafferty. That's for, what I'm saying. Yeah. Acquiring oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. was his first trade. That worked out. Um, and, then, and that was as interim GM. Right. And then the Hagel was his first trade as, as real GM. GM. And that came yeah. a few days before the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but see, I wonder if he was able to use that Toronto deal to then as leverage to get as much out of Tampa for, as he did. For Hagel, probably. Yeah. Because he probably was like, hey, I've got this potential deal here. What are you guys going to do? I mean, honestly, out of the two at that time, Hagel and Fleury. And Tampa were probably. You had more value for Hagel. Oh, absolutely. And Tampa and Toronto were betting, were going against each other because they knew they were having, yeah. they were have they to beat each other would, at some they, point. Yeah, they probably the would have had to either face each other or jump each other in the standings at the point. I mean, you could argue, and uh, Tom says so in the chat, like, Hawks might have gotten a better deal in that because, first of all, if you have nice, you don't get Bedard. He makes the team better last year if he's playing. He wasn't going. He was in college last year. He played for the Leafs at the end of the year. At the end, at of, the the end year. of the year, yeah. But, I mean, but they were already he, in the playoffs at that. Two point. points makes a difference, though. So. Sure, he, would, no, he yeah. wouldn't have made it here in time for the end of the season. Matthew though, Nyes would have been playing, playing instead of Buddy Robinson. He would have played maybe yeah. two think, or three. Think games. about the butterfly yeah. effect there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But still, I mean, I think that is a wise no from Brendan Shanahan. That's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but and the, let's remember. They were we all love Mark Andre Fleury. He's the second winningest goalie of all time. Congratulations to him. He's a lot of fun. He was not very good that year, and he went to Minnesota. Towards, was towards not the very end good. of the season. Yeah, well, he yeah. wasn't very good in the beginning of the year either. Yeah, like he's October. He was terrible. Well, the team was god awful. Well, it was the Colleton Clown Car experience, yeah. but um, members of he uh, like November to like early February, he was good, and then. Like it does every year, it seems for him. Yeah. At least recently, wheels fall off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Feb. so instead yeah. you get Radish, Kachuk, Oliver Moore, whoever they take this year, and the first you got for uh, Mrazek is Sam Renzel. Sam Renzel. So you got Renzel Moore, another first round pick this year, and you know, and a twenty goal Radish, season out of Taylor Radish last year, yeah. and two guys that have filled NHL spots during a time where you need guys who could fill NHL right. spots. Mm-hmm. You can argue as much as, as, you know, and as you said earlier, Nice has 16 points in 40 games. Granted, probably playing a much lower level. I mean, I, they tried, I believe, beginning of the year to make him the new Michael Bunting or Zach Hyman, the big mm-hmm. guy, the power forward on the top line. Yeah. But he'd be playing a much higher role He, he would consistently be in the top six. Yeah. Yeah. By... I mean, 16 points on the Hawks, he'd be third in scoring right now. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, with much more opportunity. All right, I think, is Luke ready to go? Yeah, it's ready. All right, why don't we do take a break? Uh, Greg's going to tell you about Ray, and then we'll hear from Luke Richardson after the game. Very curious what he had to say about this one. We have no reporters there, so we have no idea. It would be a surprise to all of us. (laughs) Our partner, Ray Chevrolet, is ringing in the new year with their best offers Mm -hmm. all month long. 
Make your Ray to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings and start your Ray resolution or resolution. Thank you. Now. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. But right now, and right now only, they're trying to make room for inbound 2024 models, so all their current inventory must go. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevrolet because they have over 100 new Silverados available with prices starting at $19,495 or take up Damn. to $10,000 off a new 2023 Silverado. To top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles over 20, under 20, under 20,000. Seriously, guys, can the pricing get more affordable? I don't think it can. I'm no expert, but I don't think it can. And speaking of things everybody loves, they love things that are affordable. What's more affordable than free? Nothing. And you can get a Nothing. free oil change at Ray Chevy. Mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake. Start your new year off right. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to start your Ray resolution. Resolution. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Get your free oil change. Do that. All right, let's hear from uh, Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson after the 3-0 loss in snowy Buffalo. How would you describe that game? Um, you know what? I, I didn't I didn't think we uh, skated and um, forechecked and took the body on their, their defense, which we wanted to. Uh, they're a great skating defense uh, early in the first period. So, you know, we did, didn't uh, generate enough offense, <laughs> obviously, with uh, no goals. But... Um, you know what? Our, our guys killed penalties hard and well, and uh, unfortunately a little, little too much. And uh, the power play couldn't generate uh, much after the first the first try. So really, not a lot, not enough offense to to have a chance to win in this league. So um, we got to definitely try and do a better job to uh, support our goaltending uh, with uh, some more goal support. Harvin started off pretty strong. What did you see in his performance tonight? Yeah, it was good. I thought he was strong all game. Unfortunately, uh, they had a tip in on the first goal and then we tipped the third one in ourselves and uh you know i think just the the second one you know i mean those are just unfortunate uh, those side shots that go in off the goalie it went off off the side of his mask i think i'm sure he'd probably want that one back but other than that he was a, he had a strong game for us so again we just need to give him a little more goal support but just how tough did the penalties make did they seem to yeah. kind of there? yeah especially we have to push in the third when it's one nothing and two nothing and uh just too much too much time in the box but uh you know what they uh they played well and uh you know they created uh, enough scoring chances to to get their Appreciate opportunities the Buffalo to win media and, for and we didn't do that that was asking the, the easy questions Is there anything specific you feel you need to clean up before the game tomorrow no, I think uh, just a little simpler direct approach on the offense. I think, you know, we need to shoot pucks when we, we uh, have that opportunity. There was a couple line rushes or two-on-ones that we decided to make an extra pass, and I think that was just uh, uh, fortunate for them and unfortunate for us. I think we need to, uh, right now, when we're not scoring a lot of goals, we have to look to the net uh, as first choice, not, not second choice. All right, shout out Buffalo Media for getting that done for us, and thanks to the Blackhawks Thank you. for sending it along before we wrap up the show. We know you're watching it on the plane. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, you know, he says what, he, what he's going to say. You know what I mean? It's just it's, it's, There's not it's much to say. He, he's seeing the same things. stuff we are, which means we're geniuses. Yeah. Um, but Ex shoot the effing puck. see us behind the bench. Shoot the puck. <laughs> yeah. I'm only going behind the bench if I can wear this. <laughs> yeah, be <laughs> safe. probably be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, shoot, score. 
straightforward game. That's, it, it that's, should that's be what this simple. team uh, is capable of doing. Go straight to the net and shoot the puck. That's that's all. That's as that's as simple and as fancy as it should be for this for this group. It's just create your luck. And we saw Taylor Radish today, by the way, streaking down the right wing was like, "F it, I'm just gonna yeah, blast it shot. off the goalie." Yeah. <laughs> Screw it, nothing else is working. for Why you. not? Yeah. Why not just throw it at the net and see what happens? Shoot it low, hope for a rebound. Like it's just, it's just it's not a complicated game. And I know you know we say this often, and it's frustrating when you're at a game and and fans are yelling "shoot" on the power play. This is different. You are yeah. seeing guys, you mentioned it earlier, Greg, Kevin Korczynski. Son, shoot the puck. You've got a wide open look at the net. You've got a defender to your right. Take it. Take the shot. Hope for a rebound. Crash. Take the shot. Crash the net. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how goals are scored. Again, look at how Buffalo scored tonight. Off the helmet, deflection, deflection. Yeah, right. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's how they go in. They don't it's, all it's have how you to score. be beauties. They don't all have to be the highlight tapes of every goal doesn't have to be sent directly to the Hall of Fame. Right. Like just do simple, pay the price, score a goal. Get puck, shoot puck. That's right. That's all there is to it. Um, All right. Uh, Should we mention our thing for, uh, did we do that already? Yeah, we kind of sort of did that. Kind of sort of did that. He's wearing the helmet. I'm wearing the helmet. I'm the best today. Congratulations. I picked the least suckiest player out of all of us. (laughs) Credit Oosh. to me, as well someone done. else on these airwaves like to say. <laughs> it's, it's very big of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very big of me for picking the least shitty black hawk tonight. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, we do have to welcome back our friend. Yes. 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 After all these months. Our 99 cent friend. We almost went out of business because we were missing your 99 <laughs> cents a night. You yeah. Know. Yep. Young Dangle God is back. Long time no see, everyone. Missed CHGO fam. Went and got married. Went on a honeymoon and got a puppy. So life has been crazy. L-O-L. I don't know how any of that affects you watching our show. <laughs> I'm disappointed. You but welcome it. back. We yeah. thought we you, you died on your bachelor party. Yeah, we <laughs> made up some crazy scenarios. Because you went yeah. down to Tampa for your bachelor party, and I don't think we've heard from you since. So I think we heard like three days later when the hang- hangover finally cleared. Yeah. But congratulations on the puppy and the wife. And, uh, <laughs> and the honeymoon. Back. In that order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to uh, see a puppy today in the elevator. The, you know that little white dog that's yes. in the downstairs? I love that dog. His name is Pete. Oh, Aww. And he's very playful. And Pete. the owner's like, he's only one. He's a pain in the ass. I go, Aww. he's adorable. Pete I love that dog. He's like a white lab. He's bigger than the other it's Pete we know. Very. <laughs> and An- better on Twitter, too. An- <laughs> <laughs> good, y'all, if you've not seen what our buddy Pete Blackburn Aww. went through today. Oh, poor boy. Pete. <laughs> we lo- oh. we oh. love Pete, but man, did he what have a, a rough day. What a day. What a day oh, for I, We're not going to spoil it for you. Just head to Pete's Twitter. He is. Oh, he's, yeah. he, he, is got, he got ahead it of it, too. He, he yes. got ahead he's of it. He's owning yeah. it all, and he's having fun. Because if you can't make fun of yourself, oh, man. you can't make fun of anybody else. Yeah, you have to. Go enjoy. Have a couple oh. of yucks at our buddy Pete Blackburn's <laughs> expense. He will He will have a new... Uh, New moniker when we introduce him yes. on our shows <laughs> starting uh, next Wednesday. Uh, I'll let you introduce him then. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting that happen to me. Hell no. All right. We'll uh, talk to everybody tomorrow. Hawks uh, whoa, play at 730 against whoa, the Islanders. What? Uh, what? Skipping a whole second. Stars, right sir. Oh, who cares? Everybody sucks. <laughs> Steven worked on a graphic. Steven worked right. so hard. I'm, I, this has been my streak for the week as I forget a segment every show. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. with fifty-five percent of the vote, that's a majority. The winner of the chat's four star is 
There Arvin you go. Ooh, I like that animation. Arvin, Arvin, Arvin. Nice. That's why Do I that again. Summer. Like, that's like, reminiscent of Dominic Koshik, who is in the stands tonight. Summer salting into your Right into your homes. Nice. nice. That's beautiful. Nice. Love that. All right. Congratulations, Arvid. He, look, he was good. Yeah. He was good, and uh, that's good to see. I mean, look, I know, I think we all were like, okay, that's enough. But maybe the r- smart thing to do was limit the starts, have him work closely with Jimmy Waite, and try to get things back. And after three starts three, in a row, three, he's been very good. Very good in January. So congrats to him. Better performances and His three best starts of the season, not against the Maple Leafs. Yeah. You know, not rewarded for them. He's, uh, he's playing better. And, uh, you know, he'll get a start next week for sure. They got that West uh, Canadian road trip, including back-to-backs. A lot of late nights coming up. Yes, but stay tuned. We may have some fun out in public in one of those late nights. I mean, are we talking about it? Let's mention it. All right. Talk about it. Uh, Thursday night. Next Thursday. Hawks and Earlers. 8 o'clock puck drop. The earliest of all the games. Yes. We're going to be at the, uh, the Barn Hockey Bar. We're just gonna. It's very casual. There's not an official not event. An official no, event. Not, not no event. tickets. Don't have to RSVP. Just we're just letting you know ahead of time our location. Yeah. I think we'll get there about seven. Yeah. Have some food. Watch the first couple periods of the game, and then come back to a uh, post game show. So if you want to hang out, visit our friends over at the barn, the hockey bar, and uh, we can watch uh, Connor McDavid score thirteen goals. <laughs> that address is sixteen fifty nine West Ogden. Right there between Adams and Monroe and Ogden. It used to be called the Ogden. You may be familiar with that place. It's called the Arrow before that. I remember that. Oh, see, that's yes. before me. Yeah. Um, but now it is the Barn Hockey Bar. It is a great place to catch hockey. There's a Zamboni mm-hmm. in there. There's a two-on-two open ice challenge. <laughs> I believe they have a bubble hockey machine, right? I mean, it's not a hockey bar if you don't have one. Yeah. I lo- I'm very good at bubble hockey. Yeah. I would and like to play some people. TVs in everywhere you turn. Yeah. So yes. it's 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 a great setup. So, yeah, looking forward to that on Thursday. Yeah. So, again, no need for tickets. You don't have to RSVP. Nope. Nothing to do on the website. Go to the website anyway, lchgo.com. But uh, just show up, join us, come out and have a good time. Hawks Oilers, 8 p.m. We'll be there at 7 at the Barn Hockey Bar, 1659 West Ogden. So come out and hang out with us, and then we'll we'll hoof it back here after the second to do the postgame show. Well, you all stick around for the rest of the game. All right, we're good. Did I forget anything else? Uh, I think you got it now. All right, sweet. Well, we want to remind you, A, we're going to be on after the game tomorrow, Hawks and Islanders. That's going to be a – watch that one be like 7-5. Sure. I'd much rather that than anything like we watched tonight. Absolutely. Uh, But we're powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. We'll talk to you tomorrow. After Hawks and Isles on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 